Grammys. If you are a California listener, stop right now, stop whatever you are doing because we have the most exciting and special discount code for you. We are collaborating with Drew Martin to give you 10% off Drew Martin joints. Uh, you know how much we adore this company. They are 100% queer owned. Their joints are made with botanical blends such as rose, chamomile, lemon, ginger, and it just makes you feel like you are smoking such a light and joyous and uplifting joint. The marketing is so good. The branding is just stunning. So it's a great for a gift. You can smoke these by yourself and just feel so relaxed. You can smoke them with friends and feel social. It never gives you that sort of panicky feeling like a lot of joints do. We cannot recommend them enough. Go to drewmartin.co, use code RAM10 to get 10% off your order. Let us know what you think. Rammies, we have such an exciting episode for you today. We got the chance to interview Heather Dubrow on Right Answers Mostly. Heather Dubrow is an actress, television personality, entrepreneur, author, and cast member of The Real Housewives of Orange County. Heather's top-rated podcast, Let's Talk with Heather Dubrow, delves into all things lifestyle, health, wellness, beauty, design, relationships, parenting, travel, style, and so much more. Heather is also well-known internationally for her sense of design and fashion, as evidenced by the Heather Dubrow YouTube channel, which has millions of downloads. Heather is a proud wife of Dr. Terry Dubrow, who is on Botched and a mom to four amazing humans. Together, the Dubrows have authored three books, including Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig Present, The Only Guide You'll Ever Need to the Best Anti-Aging Treatments, The Dubrow Diet, and their latest book, The Dubrow Keto Fusion Diet. Terry and Heather have a top-selling skincare and supplement line called Consult Butte and Consult Health. Enjoy the episode with Heather Dubrow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Right Answers Mostly. We say it's what you didn't learn in history class but wanted to. My name is Claire Donald. And my name is Tess Belomo. And we have a guest that we are beyond excited about. This has been a manifestation, Heather, for us. We have adored you <laughs> since, you know, OG, Real Housewives of Orange County, season seven. seven's when you came on. Mm-hmm. And we are just thrilled to have you here. We have Heather Dubrow on the podcast today. Hi, Heather. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Your Thanks. show is great. You two oh. are so fantastic. Oh, stop it right now. I mean, honestly, I can just go now. I know. That's all I need. I feel bad. I have no makeup on. I'm like in a day with my 12 year old with camp that is like, you know, I, you guys don't know about this yet, but the thing about being a mom is that moms wish all year for the school year to end because of the routine and the whole thing. And then you get to summer and you go, wait a minute, I'm an idiot because now there's no schedule and there's no school. And now I have to schlep them around to 400 camps. It's a whole other thing. I can't imagine. My mom used to tell me all the time. She was like, in the summer, she was like, oh, I'm so ready for school to start back. And I was like, that's so hurtful. And now as an adult, I'm like, I get it. Get out of here. So how many kids do you have that are still living at home? So, okay. So, you know, I have four kids and the twins, Max and Nikki are 19. And so they're, they just, they're going into sophomore year of college. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Katerina is 16. She's going into her junior year of high school and Ace is 12 and he's going into seventh grade, but everyone came home for the summer. So everyone was home. And then I left because I, we had a wedding to go. We were traveling. I had press to do in New York. 
And now everyone's gone, which is super weird. So Nikki is living in a house with his buddies and he's working with Josh Altman this summer for Million Dollar Listing. Love Josh Altman. Amazing. Good for him. Love Josh and Heather. They're awesome. And Nikki got his real estate license. So he's working with them. Way to go. Kids would be such go-getters, Heather. So he's doing that. Max is in Europe with a girlfriend for a few weeks. So she's there. Katerina, I just dropped off in the Chicago area for a film program for five weeks. So it's like, it's just ace. Uh, Well, I'm glad that you're getting some special time with one of them. And this is one of the reasons that we're so excited to have you on the show. As we've been doing theme months on Right Answers Mostly, obviously for June, we had to do queer icons for Pride Month. And the way that you have showcased your family's journey and the acceptance of your kids has been so admirable. And truly, like the the second that you came back from your hiatus on Real Housewives of Orange County and you just really showed up with this purpose of visibility and acceptance and how families can love their children regardless of anything that is happening in their lives, we it was really touching to us. And we just wanted to talk about that experience with you. That's so sweet. You know, I really appreciate that. It's funny, you know, your haters are always going to say whatever they're going to say. But I recently heard, because I was in New York doing press and I heard some of my castmates, present and former, saying things like, why did she come back? She needs attention. And that's why she came back to the show. Or, you know, people always think like you're broke or you're divorced, like all this stuff, whatever. You have to ignore all that stuff. Mm. But the truth is, to your point of what you just said, when they asked me to come back, it was like, and then what? Like, why would we do that? Like, things are good. But it is a huge platform. And I really did feel like maybe we can use this for good. And maybe we can start those conversations in other people's homes. And you know, we've done that. Even if I can affect change in one person's house, that was worth it. Absolutely. That and is amazing. Can you name names of who was saying that? Uh, well, I, I'll tell you, I heard Vicky oh. saying that. Uh, well, first of all, I don't, I don't know where all this came from, but in the housewife book that was written, uh-huh. someone was saying that Terry's a trust fund baby. And we always, that, you know, his brother who was, I don't know if you know this, his brother was the lead singer of Quiet Riot, which was an 80s. Yeah. Anyway, not to delve into his financials, but suffice to say, there was no money left to any of us. Okay. There was nothing. And so, Mm -hmm. I mean, I would love if he was a trust fund baby. That would be fantastic. Fantastic. Amazing. I would have liked to have been a trust fund baby. That would have been amazing. Unfortunately, that was not our path. (laughs) So it's ridiculous. It's such an easy dig to throw because obviously you two are so independently successful, successful together. And so I think that's just people that are little jealousy. jealousy. Well, you know, success breeds contempt. And I'm sure you girls feel this too, because you're both very bright and you're very pretty and you're successful and you're doing your whole thing. And I'm sure there's people that are envious of that. And so the life lesson here is that in general, we want to surround ourselves with people that lift us up. And I will say, as you get older and your, your group shrinks, which it does, it's purposeful the way it shrinks. But what I have sort of found right now is that it's shrinking in some ways and expanding in others. We went to, um, wait, are you guys in LA? Yes, we are. We're on the West side. Why are we not together right now? Can we grab a glass of champagne together? I mean, literally. I would love love that. that. Champagne wherever you want. So we were at Craig's last night. Mm. And we were having dinner with some dear friends of ours. And 
they're well-known people. And at four other tables were other people we know that are sort of well-known, but it was all people that either we've reconnected with or recently met Mm -hmm. at these other tables. And it was so great. And it was one of those really nice, like, I wasn't thinking, oh, should I go say hello? Or there's an issue. It was just like one of those really beautiful nights. And I was struck by how at this stage of my life, I am really hanging out with people that I think are really making different a difference in the world who are interesting and have something to say and don't talk about others. Now, having said that, we all talk about other people, but there's, we do, but there's a difference between talking about someone and talking against someone. Mm, So true. That is very, very true. So what a a beautiful space to be at your life too. You know, like I feel like even in, I'm in my early thirties and you know, it's just, it's hard not to let the noise sometimes get to you in so many different ways and just surrounding yourself by, with good people. So do you feel that your current cast members have been supportive of your family's journey and of showcasing that? A hundred percent. I mean, good. well, except one, but I can't really speak about that yet. Okay. But, um, in- Are we going to get mad this season? Yes. Oh, uh, no, God. it's not during the season. It's uh, oh, something uh, happened. But I would say for the most part, um, I'm just laughing because my tech guy is now giving me a tutorial on how to work the podcast room. Like a little late, people. <laughs> anyway. I could have used you before. But but during the season, you know, I, so I don't tell my kids stories for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ace is very young. And, you know, we we posted something about him just to sort of take it off the table because there were other people that wanted to tell his story for him basically but it's not discussed during the season because that just wouldn't be appropriate that's his life and his yeah to talk about but the girls knew and obviously my friends know you know what are what's going on in our lives and and you know it's never been a secret and so they were all very very supportive of that off camera great that's amazing and was it a group effort with your family deciding to come back on the show? Did you all sit down together and with Terry saying everyone has to be in or we're out? A hundred percent. Now, having said that, mm-hmm. once you start filming, it's a different thing, right? I can't yes, imagine. the idea versus the reality, I'm sure is shocking. Yeah. In some ways. <laughs> it was like, sure, whatever you need, mom. Sounds great. We're all in and whatever. And then as time's on, they're like, what? You want us to go where? You want... <laughs> So last season, I would say everyone was very participatory. This season for 17, the kids filmed a little, but, you know, right at the beginning, obviously you see that um, Max and Inky are going off to college. So, I mean, they left three weeks into filming. So they were just kind of gone. And then with the other two, I I was really, they were very busy and had their own stuff going on. And I just felt like, if they wanted to participate, that was fine. And if they didn't, that was okay too. Totally. Well, I was really touched by the scene with you and Kat. I think it was last season yeah. when you guys are outside and and she's talking about some mean, you know, comments that she was getting online and the online bullying. And your response was just so beautiful. Just being like, you know, they are small and like literally who cares about anyone speaking to you like that? Because that is their own thing. And I think that was just a moment when we were like, we need you know, even to have you on the podcast, if if we have any listeners or parents of, you know, anyone 
of just like, what would you say to those parents who are struggling right now with their children's coming out, sexual gender identities? What would you want to tell them? I mean, it's so many things, but I mean, I think the basic of parenting 101 is that we had you guys, right? Like we had you. So we brought you into this world and at the very, very bare minimum, your parents need to take care of you. They're the ones that need to love you and handle you and take care of you. Because if you can't get it from them, a child feels completely lost. Yeah. Now, as parents, we want to teach you and we want to impart our wisdom on you and give you all of our life lessons. But the really important thing is to just listen, because that's really what kids need is to be heard and to just have someone to listen. So if someone's struggling out there, you have to remember, these are your kids. You brought them into this world. You made these kids. This is biology. And you need to listen with an open heart and an open mind and figure out what you can all agree on and how to move forward together. Mm, Well said, Heather. Truly well said. So beautiful. Wow. I know. I'm shocked. (laughs) I'm tearing up. So you actually have a former cast member that has kind of a similar story to you. Are you in touch with Alexis Spolino? We have been in touch. And you know, what's funny is we actually reconnected a few years ago mm-hmm. and um, two of one of her kids and one of my kids were in a, a play together. Huh? Oh, it we, all goes back to theater, doesn't it? Love theater kids. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they were in a play together and it was just so funny. And, you know, at that point, you know, who even remembers like if we were arguing or we did, it didn't matter. You know, we're sorority sisters, our kids are in a play together, you know, let's have fun. And, and it was great. And so we reconnected then. And then over the last few years, we've definitely been in touch over the kids. And I, you know what, I just think that she's an incredibly brave mom and a really, really good mom. And, and I'm just very impressed by her. Yeah, we are too. I think it's a great lesson and, you know, not shutting someone off because of past behavior, if they have grown and they have learned. And, you know, I think she's a very different person than she was when we saw her and, you know, 10 years ago. She's also, I think the perfect example of someone like you were just talking about who comes from a family or is a product of an environment that was a very religious and, and strict and, and has opened up her mind and her heart and her soul and is figuring things out because these are her children and she loves them. And that's what you do. And I think she's just a really great example of that. I agree. And I'm so happy that's the way it went because unfortunately that's not always the way that it goes with parents. No. And that's why, that's why I wanted to come back. I mean, Mm -hmm. Max had already come out as bisexual Mm -hmm. um, a few years prior to me coming back to the show. And so she had written this book called I'll Give It to You Straightish. And she had a podcast by the same name. And I thought, okay, well, you know what? Maybe um, we can start conversations in other people's families. Because when she came out, lots of love and support, but also those horrible stories about children that had taken their lives, children that were mm-hmm. estranged from their parents, parents, you know, messaging me that they didn't handle it well, you know, all these things. I didn't know that cat was going to open. I mean, I knew she was gay, but I didn't know she was going to open up like that. Yeah. It was just like a norm. That's what was so great about it is that it really was just a very normal parent child moment. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I love that that was captured and, and that she was cool with it being shown and all of that. It's so special. You must feel so proud. I know we're all going to be working for the Dubrow kids one day. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Literally. I am so sure of we, it. We could be so lucky. Yeah, seriously. Brammies, it's time to talk about our favorite cookware, Caraway. Caraway cookware has the convenience of nonstick, which is a game changer for your cooking experience. I used to have such a hard time cooking because my food would stick to the pan and burn, and then I'm left with a tedious cleanup project that just ruins the whole experience. But when I cook with Caraway, the nonstick helps to cook everything properly, and the leftovers just slide right off when I'm cleaning. Extra bonus, you can cook without the concerns of toxic forever chemicals. Caraway's nonstick chemical-free ceramic coating makes for easy cooking and cleanup. So you can the best of both worlds. It also doesn't hurt that they're so aesthetically beautiful. With cookware, bakeware, food storage, and tea kettles to choose from, there's something for everyone. And we want to share the love with our Rammies. Visit carawayhome.com ram10 to get 10% off during their summer refresh event. Certain exclusions apply. That's carawayhome.com ram10 or use code ram10, R-A-M-10 at checkout. Caraway. Non-toxic cookware made modern. Oh, well, we do have some questions from our listeners. Let's do it. Mind. We do. Um, which housewife has been the most difficult to work with? Obviously, we've got to talk housewives. Um, you know, I would say, I mean, in recent times, I would say Noella. Oh my was God. the most difficult. Oh, that's right. And it's not I forgot about her. And it's not because um, I think she's a bad person. She could have been successful on the show. She was her own worst enemy. She was a huge super fan of the show. And when, uh-uh. you know, when you think you're smarter than the show, you've completely lost. And there was a constant conversation from her about the fans and, and all this stuff. And she knew she remembered things that I didn't remember about uh, things that happened. Like it was just too much and it just didn't, it didn't, it wasn't authentic and it was very difficult to be with her anywhere. Of course. It was cringy. It's always tough when new housewives are coming on and you can tell that they're fans of the show, which of course we're all fans. It's like an institution now, but I don't really want to see them as, my housewife, but can I just say how grateful I am? OC, OC needed you back, Heather. Oh, thank God. Desperately. <laughs> I know. Back. We were like, it's never going to happen. And it was like Christmas morning when, that, morning. when oh, that news was announced. Guys. Truly, truly. You just elevate the show completely. You really do. You're very comforting to us. You are. It's like, mother. <laughs> wait to see this season. I can't wait. It's already off to a great start. It is. Yeah. Are you liking it? Of course. Love it. Mainly because of you. uh, Yeah. Can I just say in my rewatch of season seven, the, the environment that you came on to, you had a deal with Slade. You had a deal with, um, what's his face? Um, Brooks. Brooks. Oh, oh my God. Like you came on to the show with a bang. Jim Bellino, by the way, the spouses at that time were a little, yeah. David Bedore, oh. season nine. Oh I mean, my God. These men that you had to deal with and you've done it with such grace. It's just so you crazy. really have. Would thank you ever God, just like. Thank oh, God sorry. for Eddie. Right. Truly. Would you ever just dread to like 
Because it seems like what the show makes it seem like is that you guys are all this group of friends. And like, especially when you came on, would you ever be like, oh my God, we have to go hang out with this person's husband for like six hours? No. And I'll tell you why. Because when I first joined the show, I I mean, it was a little jarring, right? Because I came from scripted TV and I was like, right. like what is this? What's going on? Like, what are we going to do? And I was trying to figure out my place because they all were friends and they all had such a history. Mm, right. that for, and I never watched the show before. And I did not, people have asked me if I like dug in and watched it. And I didn't because I thought, you know, when you meet people in real life, you have you don't have the history. And I didn't think it was fair because you're allowed to reinvent yourself. And I'm glad I did that because I mean, would I have immediately become friends with Tamara if I had watched the three seasons prior, I don't know, or, or Alexis or who, whoever it would have been. So I'm yep. glad that I went in like that, but I actually like, I had never been on a girl's trip before. Mm. And that was that Costa Rica was my first girl's trip. And oh my God. Like, those episodes are iconic. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. And, but we had so much fun and we stayed up late and we laughed and yeah. you had all the drama. Like I, I liked it. We did. We got a lot of questions about your relationship with Tamara now yeah. because, you know, you guys started out so close and you were a bridesmaid in her wedding. Had, mm-hmm. had you guys stayed in touch and close during the hiatus or was there a little more distance? I had, I mean, we had seen each other maybe once or twice. We had texted intermittently. Here's the thing. So we don't live close to each other at all. Mm-hmm. Like when they opened Cut Fitness, we we went there and I remember the opening day. It wasn't filmed. I posted a picture of it, but we went down there just to be supportive. We we signed up for memberships. We never went. It was like an hour away. Oh my yeah. God. We lived, we did not live close by at all. And so, you know, it's kind of like anything else. Like if your kids go to a school over here and, and you switch schools, you don't see those moms anymore. It's kind of like a thing where the distance happens. Also, what happened was immediately after I left the show, they started filming. So I unfollowed everyone because to me, it was like, first of all, FOMO. Right. 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 Oh, my God. Total FOMO. And I didn't want to see it. And I didn't want to be upset by it. Boundaries. Mm -hmm. And also, it's also like when you graduate college and you leave your sorority, you don't continue on the Twitter feed, right? Totally. You get off the sorority because they're now doing parties and things and you're not involved and you need to move on to your next chapter. Mm -hmm. So that certainly happened. And they dove into the next season that I was not on. So it's very intense. So they're off doing their thing. I'm trying to figure out my next steps. And you get a normal separation. And plus, we don't live near each other. So I think all of that was normal, but always in my heart, always like would text on birthdays and the anniversaries and a random whatever. That's, I mean, that's so normal. I agree. It's just, you know, ebbs and flows with friendship. Totally. Especially in LA, like long distance relationships are literally from, you know, we live in Santa Monica to Los Feliz. Uh, truly. It's far. I know. You have to get your password out. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So speaking of this, we actually got a question that I thought was so interesting. Are you in talks of any ultimate girls trip? And if you are, who would you like to be on the cast with you? You would, you, you need to be on girls trip. We can Every come with time. you too, if you need yeah, some, we'll, we'll you know, you. personal assistance or anything. Well, I'll go with you. Oh, perfect. <laughs> thing is, so what's so funny is, so we were just in St. Bart's at a wedding mm-hmm. and Gorgeous. ultimate girls trip, if you read what's going on was just in St. Bart's. 
Oh. Are we unaware of this? Wait. Which one? It was posted that um New York, the New York girls. Oh. That's where they were. That's where. Oh, right. You're so right. Mm-hmm. I, like the by the way, thing. I'm only I'm not divulging anything that I did not this see. This just online. in. No, you're right, Heather. You're right. I saw, yes. it, I saw it online. But what's funny is we have so much crossover between housewives and botched and you know uh, seven year stitch like all these little shows like they have the and nikki's um i told you working with josh altman million dollar listing he's doing he's filming on that a bit which is so cute i hope he makes the cut same but but all of the the producers there's a lot of overlap in our productions so we're in st bart's and i'm running into producers that we know it was funny to see everyone but I didn't see the New York girls we left the day they were arriving which was funny but anytime anyone asks me the question about girls trip before the questions even I'm like no okay okay that's <laughs> all right fair. at least we can you know we, we can, can give out those, those I'm not going dreams. no it does seem very str- I mean even watching it I'm like my anxiety would be through through the, the roof. roof but also First it's like all- go, ahead, go ahead no no finish I was just gonna say you don't need to like there's some housewives that need to, you don't need Yeah, to. you're you're good, I think. Well, listen, it, there's always a question of why. Like, why does one do these things? You do it either for the money. I saw they got like $250,000 each great, for great. a week of work. That's okay. okay. Yeah. That's a lot of bags, you know? Like that's mm-hmm. I mean, truly. No kidding. But let me tell you something. The amount of money that you spend on your wardrobe and your things to prep for this trip is crazy. I, I mean, glam every day. Glam what? every day? Is that what people do? No. Well, no. I heard that. I don't know if this is true, but I heard that the Beverly Hills girls all bring, most of them, not all of them, but uh, many of them bring their glam with them when they travel. This, I, don't, I, I don't love this. I think that Erica kind of started this and I don't love this new thing that every single housewife is bringing glam squad, squad with them everywhere they go. I think it should be all or like one, per, like it needs to be all or nothing. Like everyone gets a glam squad or no one. Cause then I would wake up in the morning and be like, oh cool. You have fake eyelashes oh, I'd be on pissed. and I look well, like this. this? Well, this is the thing. I think when they first started, when Eric, I don't know how it initiated, but I wouldn't be surprised if you're right on the Erica part of it. Um, when the, when Erica joined the show, obviously she got the big private jet and she had a glam squad every day. It was like the Kardashians. It was part of her world. And what I did hear was they were hiding it at first. And then they were like, this is stupid. It's part of your world. Let's film it. Mm. So they started filming it. That I totally get because it's part of your life. But if it's not part of it, like when, all right, I just went to St. Bart's, right? For this wedding. There was no glam. I did my own glam. I did my own everything. We love that. You hit it, Heather. That's what you do. Now, if you're going to a wedding and you hire people there because I totally get that too. Totally. That's a normal thing to do. I just tend to, I mean, truthfully, I tend to like doing my own makeup. Mm-hmm. When I was in New York, oh, I shouldn't say this, but when I was in New York, I hired this hair and makeup people that I'd never used before. And the hair was great. He did a great job. And the makeup, he was so sweet and so nice. It was like two hours and I hate sitting. It was oh. two hours of sitting in the chair and it just wasn't great. And I was, I, I had about... 30 minutes till I had to get in the car to go to watch what happens live. I washed my whole face. Uh, and I, and you know what? I wasn't even hassled. I just thought 
you're a dumbass, Heather, because you know <laughs> that you weren't going to like it. That you could do it better. Yeah. Why, why? Why? Because sometimes you think, oh, I'm just tired and I want someone else to handle it. But you know what? Even for BravoCon, I decided I'm just going to do it myself. It's not worth it. We really hope to see you at BravoCon. Yes. Are, are you coming? Hoping, we're hoping to go for the first time. We've never been before. And especially since it's in Vegas now, how can we not go? We're going to make it happen. We're going to do it. We're, we're manifesting right. it. You have to message me. We'll meet for champagne at Vegas. Oh, please. We would oh. love nothing would more. Would love nothing that. more. Love that. So to kind of wrap up, is there anything, any gossip going into this season that anything that you can spill or are we just going to have to wait and watch? I can't wait to watch the episode tonight. By the time this yeah. episode comes out tomorrow, there will be a new episode. Everyone make sure and check it out. Yes. Well, I, you guys have to message me and tell me what you think okay. about. Well, this will, tonight's episode will have aired already, right? Correct. Yes. So there's a lot of talk about my acting career and my IMDb and there's a lot of shit talking. Are you joking? No, I'm not. And it's really, to me, very anti-women. But here's the thing. I think it'll be interesting to see how the audience splits. Because like I'm saying, when people, the people that don't like you will always go in the other direction. And I hear and see people saying, oh, Heather thinks she's an Oscar winner and she talks... She's an A-list actress. And it's like, you know, I've never said anything of the sort, but don't take away my credits. You know, I was a series regular on a handful of shows. I worked very consistently through my late 20s, uh, early 20s to early 30s. And then I had four kids in seven years, did a few pilots, raised my kids and got on this reality chain. And it sounds like I'm making excuses, which sucks, but don't take away what I did. There's no excuses to even be made. You've had a very successful career. And whenever anyone has come to you, about, like come for you about this, I've always just been very confused of where it comes from. Well, they're jealous. Also, I'm like, we write it down for you. We will defend you for those Thank haters. You. And also you are so good at comedy, which a lot would argue is harder than drama. But I know that you can also do drama. You were on sitcoms. Like it's such a hard, it's, I was, I was also a theater major, Heather. It is a hard world out there. Yes. We have both, you know, pursued acting yeah. and uh, it's really Crazy. So, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm so grateful for every part I got and every word I got to say. And, you know, and other than those things, yeah, I did a lot of things that didn't get picked up and didn't go and, That's you know, great. whatever. That's life. But I'm so proud of all that. And the fact that someone would want to take it away. But the problem is this when, and, and I'll tell you this about the season, it, and this is the sort of post Trump era that I think we live in. Not to get political, but no, bring it if, there. Bring it. If you if you say something enough times, people start to believe it, which is a very dangerous and powerful tool when you have mm -hmm. a platform. So what what I'll be interested to see is how the audience leans. But you'll have to watch. I mean, to me, I felt like I had a lot of stuff going on at home with the kids, as you can imagine, and things happened during the course of the season that I was like, how did that, I, I don't even know how this happened. So I'm self-actualized enough to want to watch everything back and be like, you know, like in a Taylor Swift sort of way, am I the problem? Is, is <laughs> Thank you me? for also bringing it there, Heather. Thank you for bringing it there. I mean, I'm like pre-mad. Like, I'm mad too. I'm, I can already just imagine how this is going to go down and we're not going to be happy. We can predict I don't it. know, but then you watch it. Like I already saw someone comment like, oh, I think Heather's handling this acting thing wrong because Taylor's so sweet. And it's like, 
I am always of the mind that there's room for everyone. And you saw, she asked me to come help her with this um, part. And I, and I was so happy for, her. I was like, great, happy to. And then you already saw the scene where Lauren Jackson comes and we yeah. do the scene where she talks about the blowjobs, right? Mm-hmm. We sure we did. Okay. See that. But what's crazy is I had met Lauren when mm. she was on Broadway. Yes, you saw her on Broadway. Oh, yeah. And she posted, I have a picture. I got to post a picture. But anyway, she's so talented and she's so good. And I, just so you know, I left that day on such a high. Like, it was the best day. I loved Lauren. I loved, you know, just reading from a script and sitting there and talk. And it was like, we were together for like an hour and a half. I left on a high. And the fact that this all like spiraled south is so sad to me. Oh God. Do you think that Alexis Bellino is a better news anchor or Taylor is a better actor? It's a, it's a, it's a good question. question, Claire. It's It's a a really good question. question. Sorry to bring it there. It had to be, it had to be. (laughs) Well, we'll just leave it there on that one. Yes, we will. Well, we will be, yeah, we'll let you know what we think, but we already know. We We already already know know in our hearts. All right. Well, Claire and Tess, you guys are just fabulous. Thank you for having me. We do have one final question that we ask all of our guests. Tess, you want to take it away? If you could smoke a joint or eat an edible, whatever, whatever you prefer with one person dead or alive, who would it be and why? Well, I will tell you, I mean, that list is very long. I just saw my friend Melissa Rivers last night and um, it would definitely be Joan because, you know, I just rebranded and I haven't told Melissa this, I have to tell you. But I just rebranded my podcast. It used to be called um, Heather Dubrow's World. And now it's Let's Talk with Heather Dubrow because it needed an evolution and and many things. But that was honestly based on Jones. Can we talk here? Because growing up, you know, being a Jewish New Yorker who loved comedy and loved the stage and performing, she was this beacon of light and hope and humor that we didn't have. Mm -hmm. And I always just loved her so much and I never got to meet her, but I've become friends with Melissa in the last few years and I love her so, so much. And as soon as we met, it was like, why have we never been friends our whole life? She's like, like another sister. And I just adore her mom so much. And I would definitely smoke a jo- joint with Joan. Ugh. And speaking of joints, stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. Oh my gosh, I cannot. I was like, do you have a joint line coming Wait. up? Oh yeah, we would. <laughs> no. <laughs> Terry, you guys need to make it happen. Seriously, that's the next endeavor. But that is such a great answer and we would join in that circle. Yes, we would. Amazing. That's a gorgeous answer. It is. Oh, well, Heather, this has been a true delight. Yes. We have loved talking to you. Please let everyone know where they can follow you and if you have any exciting news coming up besides a joint line. Yes. yes. No joint line yet. Yes. You can follow me everywhere at Heather Dubrow, my website. I just redid heatherdubrow.com and I'm doing live shows on the fireside um, app. I have the first lifestyle network um, that Mark Cuban asked me to create on the, on the fireside app. So we do live um, experiences and there's tons of shows there. Terry's got a show called Curbside Consult. He does live consults. Oh so my God. God. It's really fun. So you can go check that out and just go to my Instagram or go to my website and you can just click through and find it there. Wonderful. Oh, thank you so much, Heather. We're so thank excited to keep rooting for you as always. Yes. Thanks, girls. Great talking to you. Thanks, Thanks Heather. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.